You're listening to Deadbeat Daddy Podcast. Welcome back, Deadbeat Daddy Gang. I am so thrilled to share with you guys my recent success. I started a TikTok around Deadbeat Daddy and started sharing my point of view on father's rights and co-parenting. And overnight, I've sort of blown up. My TikToks went viral. I hit over 300,000 on my post and I've gained nearly 10,000 followers. I'm back today with episode two of season two and I didn't want to keep you guys waiting. I know that there's been a couple of weeks I haven't been able to post and I'm so so sorry about that just had a lot of things going on and I'm a one-man show right now I've been you know thinking about how I wanted to discuss some really important topics today and share a lot of different point of views and stories and messages that I've received let's get started today I'm going to talk about a couple of things one of the topics is very controversial because many dads will not agree with this topic and they don't they seem to think that this is something that's okay Okay, and I firmly disagree with them. If you, as a baby daddy, are still spending time at your baby mama's house and you're using your children as an excuse to do it, that is something that's a major problem. And we will touch on that. I also want to talk about how no one in power wants to make any serious changes for dads. And then I saw the news and saw that DeSantis passed on July 1st, 2023, effectively the new law, which now acknowledges the rights of unwed fathers. Up until now, natural guardianship of the child born to unmarried parents defaulted to the mother in Florida. And so this is something that I definitely want to touch on because this is a major move in the direction of father's rights. And for the dads, in Florida that listen to my podcast and may not have heard about this, this is an avenue for you guys to continue to pursue your legal right. Through that discussion, I want to talk about the importance of father-child relationship, challenges faced by dads who are seeking sole custody, and then I want to talk more about my TikTok, to be honest. And I want to talk about what I'm doing, how I'm helping people, and just some of the haters that have come to my profile and the comments that I've received. So let's get started with the first topic. Uh, The very first one that I mentioned was you as a baby daddy spending time at your baby mama's house. Let's be real. If you are in a relationship and you are actively going to your BM's house and you are spending time there alone with the kids, with her, whether that be a dinner, whether that be a movie night, or whatever it is that you had previously established in that relationship. Those things no longer exist. And I need you to start to understand that and start to coexist with your ex, but also understand that you no longer should be going to that house, no matter how comfortable your children feel by that. And the reason why is you're only confusing them. You're continuing to confuse your children into believing that there's a chance that you guys may get back together. Now, if you're gonna get back together with her, go for it. If the relationship is over and you have have another relationship, a wife, a girlfriend, a fiance, whatever it is, I want you to listen to these words. You are technically cheating on them, whether you like it or believe it or not. So stop. So many women have reached out to me to talk about how their significant other still honors going to dinner on Friday nights because that's something they used to do as a family. Or another scenario is imagine your child plays sports, soccer, football, whatever it is. You go to watch your child play.
play or practice, you bring your significant other with you. And then after the game or practice, you go to dinner with your BM and children without your significant other. Absolutely not. Let me tell you right now, there is no chance in hell that would fly in my home. You need to stop that. You are creating an insecurity in your current relationship. You are continuing to confuse your children. You're possibly confusing your BM if she still has feelings for you, if you were the one who ended the relationship, and a whole other myriad of things. So I really want you to think about what you're doing there if you're continuing a pattern of activities that you had established in that previous relationship. One woman told me that her boyfriend still goes and sleeps over at his BM's house on Christmas Eve into Christmas Day every single year because that is something that he doesn't want to miss, watching his kids open presents. Okay, I get that. By all means, you want to see your kids open presents on Christmas Day? That's great. Your relationship has ended. That dynamic has ended. You being able to watch your kids open gifts on Christmas Day will now be split. You need to understand that, accept that, and you need to establish a proper custody schedule and visitation order so that you can continue your traditions. You can continue spending time with your children, watching them open gifts, whatever it is that you like to do with them without the other parent present. Again, you are being extremely unfair to your partner if you are continuing to do these things. And there are one too many relationships that have failed because of stuff like this. So if you are a dad and you're actively participating in things like this and you have a significant other or you plan to have a significant other in the near future, you need to stop. Start establishing boundaries, create those limits, and make sure that everything is defined and outlined so that you as a dad do not lose out. I don't care if you're doing it out of fear where you think, oh, if I don't go, I'm not going to see my kids or she's going to withhold. No, no. You don't get to play that game and neither does she. You go to court, you establish it properly, and you move forward. Now, next, I wanted to talk about the law that was passed in Florida. So again, in the news, many of you may have saw, which was signed by the governor of Florida, and it now acknowledges rights of unwed fathers. So until now, the natural guardianship of a child born to unmarried parents defaulted to the mother, which means if you had a child out of wedlock, mom has sole custody of that child because you were never married. Now, however, as a result of the bipartisan effort, Florida's statute governing natural guardians will now provide that both the mother and father who has established paternity are the natural guardians of the child and are entitled and subject to the rights and responsibilities of parents. When I heard this news, I began thinking to myself that I have to move into a power role because nobody in power aside from this governor is actually trying to make a difference for dads. So I began thinking about getting my JD because as a full-time working mom, it's a lot to take on going back to school. But I have decided after a long and meaningful discussion that I am going to go for my JD and that I'm going to sit for the bar and I'm going to legally represent fathers and fathers only. 
I'm here, dads. I'm ready to make that difference for the ones that I can help. So what I've been doing in the meantime is providing personal advice, and I'm going to continue to do that and answer many questions today at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for your question. I know I told many of you that your question will be answered this evening, so please continue to listen. Let's jump on to the concept of fatherhood, which has undergone significant transformation in recent decades. Traditional gender roles have actually evolved, and society is starting to recognize the vital role that fathers play in their children's lives. And so in today's episode, I want to explore the importance of fathers' rights and then the challenges they often encounter. And then also the significance of fighting for sole custody as a dad. As I was telling you guys, I'm terribly excited. I posted that I'm going to be offering advice and help on TikTok and I really didn't think that I was going to wake up to 10,000 followers. Due to the influx of messages on TikTok, people have found me on Instagram and Facebook and I've started to receive hundreds of messages on these platforms. I have about a thousand messages I need to sift through. I have 2,000 comments and they just continue to grow. So please be patient with me as I am working to address everyone's question as quickly as possible, but it is going to take me some time. And I understand that a lot of you have court coming up and I highly recommend that you start researching fathers, advocates, and attorneys in your area and hire one if possible. If you do not feel like you are prepared for court and you have a court date coming up, you need to retain an attorney immediately. Do not go into court and get blindsided. There are a lot of people like me that are willing to help dad. It's just a matter of finding them. And so it's like I've said in my earlier episodes, do your homework, utilize your resources. They're all around you. Get moving into the actual episode and let's start talking about shifting perspective on fatherhood. In the past, our societal norms often portrayed fathers as distant providers while the mother was considered the primary caregiver. However, these are outdated stereotypes. They no longer reflect the diverse reality of modern families. We see it now. There are families where there's a dad and a dad, a mom and a dad, a mom and a mom, a single dad, a single mom, all types of things. And fathers are actively participating in their child's nurturing emotional needs and they're contributing to their children's overall development. We are seeing this so much more. If you think about it from the boomers up until now, millennial dads are actually taking and making an effort in their child's life to the point where they're building strong, sound individuals. And so if we recognize this paradigm shift, it's imperative that fathers have equal opportunities to assume those responsibilities and the joys of parenthood. So many of you reach out and talk about how you're missing out on your children's lives. The importance that your role plays, it's irreplaceable. Research has consistently shown that children are benefiting greatly from positive paternal involvement. Children that have involved fathers, they have better cognitive development, emotional stability, and social skills. I can't stress a father's involvement and how crucial it is for a child's emotional development, which is why I keep coming back to this and emphasizing, recognizing the value that the role of fathers as equal partners in parenting, what it creates, the supportive and nurturing environment that it allows your child to have and thrive in. All right, so... 
let's talk about those questions that are in my dms and comments first and foremost for everyone in the uk my heart goes out to you i'm so sorry i am i'm strictly in the u.s and unfortunately i am unable to assist overseas i am creating a nonprofit for dads i will attempt to help through that as much as possible that will be launching in december we are working through some details around that so keep an eye out on my website but aside from that there's not much else i can do for the uk and again my heart really does go out to you dads i'm always thinking of you okay so next let's get into those questions i got a question from isaac leo 1487 and he said hello what kind of assistance for dads might you be able to help with and i've been fighting for three years just to see my son well first off isaac i'm really really sorry that it's been three years since you've seen your child i am providing assistance in the form of advice i cannot provide legal advice but i can provide you with resources i can coach you on how to to an attorney i can coach you on how to speak to a judge anyone in family law that you are going to encounter I can assist you with I'm happy to be an advocate for any of your court dates and so I am around and available feel free to message me um, as you think of more details next question I got was from Christina Garcia what if dad tries to have a civil conversation and tries to see the child more but the other party always starts an argument or finds a way to make dad feel guilty or bad the other party will agree to let him have a weekend but will refuse to bring the child to the halfway point. Mediation just isn't working, so he's filing through the court. How could this play out when he's only asking to get more time with his child? He will get more time with his child. That's exactly how that's going to play out. He is attempting to be civil. He is attempting to make time for his child. He's trying to co-parent, and he's doing the right thing by going through court since mediation is not working. If a mediator cannot solve your problems, you have a high-conflict baby mom, and the best thing for you to do is strengthen in your case and be prepared to go to court. You will be fighting long and hard, but you will get that time. So Christina, keep telling your significant other that he needs to document everything she's doing, all of the missed visits, every time she refuses to meet at the halfway point. Have him go a little above and beyond to show that he is actively attempting to work with mom on being the most effective co-parent that he can be. I wish you guys good luck, and if there's anything else that comes up, feel free to message all right i got another message that says finally someone out here trying to support us dads the struggles are very real for us dads but every day i wake up dealing with stress and emotions of trauma of not having fair access to my daughter this is the type of stuff that breaks my heart it's the raw emotions of what you guys send me and how honest you are about what you're facing i really really appreciate it because i am out here and i am trying to support you dad i understand the struggles are very real for you guys I absolutely see it firsthand and the raw emotion that you guys pour out in your messages to me I can't even begin to understand the incredible resilience you fathers have when battling these malicious moms I'm sorry that you don't have fair access to your daughter I know how hard that can be if there's anything we can do to help continue to let us know now before I move on and read some more questions I want to address my haters because I've gotten so many comments from you guys 
on my recent episodes. You've come out to my TikTok, you've posted about how much you hate me, how much what I'm doing to support fathers is poisoning them, and I love it. I absolutely love it. I embrace the hell out of you guys. I know I'm doing something right. Otherwise, there's no reason you would be this riled up thinking that I'm disrespecting baby mamas through episode one. Well, let me give you guys a little insight to episode one. Respect is earned. And so respecting BM means that respect has to be returned. If she's not respecting me, I'm not respecting her. And that goes for anyone. I've gotten messages that say, oh, your fiance should be ashamed of what you're doing. Why? Why should he be ashamed of what I'm doing? I'm supporting fathers who are going through hell and back. He's absolutely proud of me. He loves the brand I've built. He's extremely supportive. He stays out of it, which I respect because he has his own battles to face with his own equally high conflict baby mama. And so I keep those two things very separate. I don't involve him in deadbeat daddy and he doesn't involve himself. So I think all of you need to sit down, have several seats and relax because my man is not going anywhere because I started this podcast. So telling me that, oh, your baby daddy, your fiance is going to leave you because this is an insult to him and his first relationship. Um, is it disrespectful to your partner to speak speak about his BM in this way. If she dealt the drama, why shouldn't she be treated as the drama queen? Now look, I understand and fully acknowledge that my situation is very different. I'm speaking to thousands of people on a podcast or TikTok or Facebook or Instagram, and these are very public platforms. But also remember that speaking on my experiences, my life, this is my job. I can assure all of you that are so concerned with my fiance that he is aware and proud of what I'm doing. So I don't understand why so many of you were deeply offended and worried about him. The deep disrespect he must be feeling about his BM is none of your concern because he's not feeling any kind of deep disrespect for her coming from me. When I think about what you guys say, I don't think that any of you women that are reacting this way about my relationship are really concerned about my relationship. I think that this is deep-seated insecurities that you have about your own relationship because I started reading the comments to my fiance and he said that they're just projecting and that is just so sad because you are you're coming and writing these comments that are so extremely hurtful but I feel like it's because someone once hurt you well baby girl you need to sit down and relax it's not that serious dads deserve love too I truly think that when something is going on in your life that you are just so insecure about or you don't like to see someone going against you or defying something that you stand up for can be really triggering. And so, of course, I understand that some of what I say can be extremely triggering for you baby mamas. But you guys need to understand that I am not attacking you. I am not reaching out to your baby daddy and filling his head with thoughts. I am merely helping them find their voice and you guys are just mad. You're simply angry at the fact that they're speaking up for their right. Look, we've all been in those types of relationships and when you look back at it, you're like, whoa. 
that was very toxic. There was constant fighting, insecurities, bringing up an ex, and you were weaponizing these things. Manipulative, toxic behaviors, and you just continue to create these cycles and situations. My best advice to the BMs that are coming at me, you're tuning out everything that doesn't fit into this internal mode for you and your relationship. Tunnel vision is guiding you by fear. We really need you to take a step back, stop being insecure, take a deep breath, and move forward. Because these dads are not going anywhere, and they have rights to their kids. Okay, rant over. Let's get back into taking some questions. Let's see who's next. All right. Lardog79 said, how can I get help with child custody and lower child support? Okay, so number one, if you do not have an established custody order right now, you need to get one. Whether you go file that on your own, you get an attorney to file it, you and mom file it together, whatever it can be, you need to establish custody. If your child's birth certificate does not have your name on it, you need to establish paternity before you can establish custody. So there are steps that need to take place, and I would highly recommend researching in your state what steps you need to take before you can establish custody. Secondly, lower child support. To me, this sounds like you already have a child support and custody order. So assuming those things, based on your custody order, your child support is set. Depending on your state, most times it's based on how much time you have with your child, and if it is not based on um, court-ordered visitation or time, then there are certain legal stipulations in place that require you to pay a certain amount based on the number of children you have in that state. Again, it's all going to vary by the state you're in, and in order to reduce child support, you will have to either increase how much time you have with your children and or you may not be able to. Sometimes certain child support orders are set in stone unless a major change happens such as you're having another child or you've lost your job. Typically, those are the two cases in which child support reduction is considered. Aside from those, typically it's not. I wish you good luck. And again, let us know if there's anything we can do to help with future questions. All right, next message was from JG. May I ask where you're located? This has been a very common question. I am currently in Connecticut and that is where I reside. I did used to reside in Illinois and Cook County. That is where I will be obtaining my JD and looking to practice law in the future. But until then, I am located here. JG said, I love your page because it really gives me hope. Hope that someone will eventually see the games my son's mother plays. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. This makes my heart feel so good. I'm really trying out here to help you dads, despite the women that are trying to tear me down uh, regularly. I don't plan to stop. I do plan to launch that nonprofit, and I do hope that eventually, through the awareness I'm raising, that a lot of women and their malicious behavior comes to light. Okay, so this dad reached out to me yesterday and he wanted me to share his story. He wants me to be able to help other fathers and I do think that it's crucial that I do. His story is, I am a single dad fighting for fairness in my case. BM named Alicia was arrested on two different occasions for charges of PC273AB, which is child abuse and endangerment, public intoxication, resisting arrest, and trespassing. This all happened from February 2023 until today. She is now about to be granted more time for 
visitation and my original DVO is about to be dismissed. She has been allowed visitation and it is bullshit. When she was arrested, the police told me the only reason she was booked with a DUI was because she wasn't in the car when police arrived, even though the police reports list that she was driving under the influence with myself. She is extremely manipulative and has told me in person and writing how she knows how to play the system to her advantage and I will ultimately lose even with her charges. She was granted a mental health diversion from her criminal charges in July and has another hearing in October. Within the next three weeks, all my evidence and proof of her being an unfit mother is going to be presented. I can go on and on and I would love to share everything including evidence and photos, proof of everything. It is so much worse than what I've stated and I need help getting the word out. She has solicited sex to my father and family as well as to random people while with my son and I have proof. She lied about her pregnancy and used me for the last two years and I'm broken. I'm on the last end of being defeated when I have worked so hard and went through so much trauma and pain that she has put myself and my son through. I would love to provide you with as much proof and evidence as I can to be heard. This is my cry for help in this messed up judicial system we live in. I have to say, I, I, I'm at a loss for words right now. I didn't have a chance to read this until right now. Um, you need to, there's a lot you need to do. First and foremost, I would be filing a TRO. I would start by getting a restraining order against her so she cannot continue to do this to you and your son. There is absolutely no reason when there's child abuse, endangerment, public intoxication, resisting arrest, and trespassing involved that they would not grant you a restraining order against mom. Domestic violence orders will be dismissed in cases like this because she's not physically harming you. She is harming the child. And so you need to play the court system correctly. You do not want to go and file for things such as domestic violence because it will be dismissed. The court is going to feel as if you're wasting their time. She is not harming you. She's not hurting you. Even though emotionally she is, she's not physically causing domestic violence. The things you need to focus on are the child and what she's doing to the child. How harmful this is to your child. Those are the things you need to raise awareness for. Those are the things you need to present to the court. And in your case, you need an attorney. You need an attorney as of yesterday. My recommendation is go find yourself one right now because without that attorney, you will not be able to obtain all of the police reports. You will not be able to enter them into evidence. You need someone who will at least be able to do the filing and the paperwork and the motions and obtaining the evidence and the police reports from the police station for you because you can't do that on your own. It's a very lengthy process and there's no way they're going to give them to you. I would say let's connect as soon as possible. I will provide you some additional resources. We'll talk about what state you're in and we will try to get you some type of legal representation for your next court date. All right, moving on to the next message I received. I am picking these at random, by the way. I am not going in any kind of particular order. I will note who I've responded to, whether that's through the episode or in direct message. Just keep an eye out for both ways. Okay, this message says, thank you for trying to help us. I'm in the UK. Good luck with all of your efforts. I will continue to keep following you. Keep up the good work. You will change some dad's lives. Oh, I really hope so. That is the whole premise and hope here and dream that at least we can help affect one person. Okay, Joshua Sanchez sent me a message and 
his message was, I was 16 when BM took my child and I now have another family with a two-year-old. I have been working in construction and I am out of state most of the time. I make really good money and I just don't know how to take it to court or what I have to do. I don't care about how much money I have to pay or who I have to pay it to. I'm just trying to be in both of my children's lives. It's hard being a young parent. A lot of mistakes were made, but the children don't have fault in that. I'm just a grown man now and I'm responsible, not how I was when I was young. Okay, so that was so honest, so raw, so heartfelt. I have to say it takes a very, very strong and intelligent individual to recognize their mistakes from when they were a young parent and to try to rectify those. I'm sorry that she took your child away from you when you were 16 and I'm sorry that you have had to deal with the pain of not having your child in your life. You are taking the right steps in trying to figure out what to do. I do love that money is no object for you so in that case, my recommendation again would be for you to retain legal resources. You need a father's advocate or you need an attorney who can help you file for custody because you haven't been in your child's life since you were 16 years old and you're now a grown adult. The judge is most likely not going to take that child away from the mom. That child is going to remain in full custody of mom. You will start out with visitation rights and you will then have to build from there on to getting 50-50 custody if that is what you're looking to establish. You you will need to start dedicating time and energy and resources into your case. And I understand that, you know, you're working in construction, you're out of state, you have a lot going on with your life right now. But if you are making really good money, as you say, you need to pour that money into getting that relationship back with your son. All right, I wish you the best of luck. And we will take one more question before I move on. And then I will continue to do this each episode um, that I drop. I will, you know, go through as many questions as I can time permitting. Okay, next up was from Shafe Bomb and the question was I wanted to know more about your dad coaching I am a co-parent I've just gotten married my co-parent is incredibly hostile and it would be great to work with someone during my upcoming mediation frankly it looks like she wants to go to court I have 50-50 custody in California okay well that is usually unheard of California is a pretty bad state that gives horrible mothers custody so the fact that you have 50-50 is wonderful congratulations secondly congratulations on having just got married. I understand that she's extremely hostile towards you and this is most likely because of something I was mentioning earlier. Just like these women are incredibly hostile towards me, these women are incredibly hostile to you guys because they're projecting. You getting married is probably triggering a lot of emotions for your co-parent and I would recommend that you not let that get to you. There's nothing you can do. You're married, you're moving on with your life, you're living your best life. Don't let her weaponize these things against you. Don't let her bring up your past and create manipulative toxic situations for you guys. Enjoy your marriage, enjoy being a co-parent, and continue fighting strong during your mediation. Be firm in what you ask, be firm in what you want, and when you go to court, be firm in what you're asking. So if there's an established order already in place, they typically do not like to alter it unless there's something significant that has taken place. So if you have 50-50 and that's something that you've been keeping up with, that will not change. Now, if you have 50-50 and you've made some drastic changes in your life, such as you've gotten married, you've stopped seeing your kids, you've moved away, you didn't file with the courts, yes, you're going to most likely lose 50-50, mom's going to get custody and you will end up in a terrible position. So you need to be honest with me, you need to be honest with yourself, be honest with your attorney and you will overcome 
whatever is coming your way. Continue your mediation. I'm happy to help you through that. I'm happy to be an advocate the day of mediation for you. I will connect with you offline and we will take it from there. Okay, so that is all the time that we have for questions today. And that actually takes us through the end of the episode. I am really fortunate that things have gotten to the point that they have for me. I'm going to talk briefly about the nonprofit I'm looking to start. It is going to be geared around fathers and solely fathers, right? We are going to provide every and any resource that we can for fathers that are fighting for their children. As I've continued to post out on my TikTok and my other social media platforms, bring us your stories, bring us your questions, bring us feedback. Let me know what's working, what's not. Let me know what you like about my episodes, what you don't, and what I can incorporate into this nonprofit for dads, things you guys are looking for as far as resources go, aid that I can provide, that others can provide. I plan to team up with attorneys as best as I can, uh, litigation firms, and anyone that can provide pro bono resources to dads who are fighting pro se, to dads who are looking to fight with an attorney, and to dads who are just overall good, healthy fathers that are looking to fight for their children and for their rights. So again, as I've mentioned a million and one times, please, please, please bring me feedback so that we can continue to improve for you guys. All right. And with that, uh, this episode comes to an end. Join us next week for another invigorating episode that will leave you on the edge of your seat. I will continue to bring you guys real stories, raw emotions, the incredible resilience that these fathers share with me, their experiences, what they're battling against malicious mothers. And then next week, we will be talking more about the laws. So stay tuned for some insider info and have a great night.